All right, welcome back to episode 23, Lincoln Bio, the show that showcases Vegas culture, creatives, and small business, and everything in between. Today, we got Chris that specializes in home tech. He has his own YouTube channel, so if you are interested, link down below. It's going to be fun. How are you? Mr. Kevin Searcy, thank you guys so much for having me today. Of course. Before we get started, go ahead and grab that clipboard, look at this camera, and name the title. Smart home talk. Small home talk it is. There you go. Before we get started on that one, how was your trip? Uh, you went to Peru, correct? Yes, sir. How was it? So I went to Peru during the summer. Um, my girlfriend is Peruvian, so we were able to stay with some of her family. Bro, it was absolutely amazing. It was my first time to South America. Um, got to see Machu Picchu, which actually ranked as the number one tourist destination of 2022. No way. Sick, bro. Like the most incredible thing I've ever seen. Um I've been, I've, I've seen some of the wonders of the world. So I've seen the Coliseum, the Taj Mahal, the Great Wall of China, and then Machu Picchu was my fourth one, but Machu Picchu, absolutely incredible. And then one thing for everyone to note, Machu Picchu is super high in elevation. So they call Denver, the mile highest city that's super high in altitude. It's about 5,000 feet. Machu Picchu is up there 13,000 feet. So it's double and, and a little bit more of how Denver. Long, how long was the, cl the, the climb? Um, you got to do it in several days. So you got to continuously go up in altitude just so you don't get too sick. Uh, we took some altitude sickness medication, but, um, it's a little bit of a trek to get up to the actual Machu Picchu, but, uh, it's well worth it. it took about maybe three days. Oh, nice. Yes. Nice. I'm glad you had a really great time. Appreciate that. How was the food out there? Really good. Um, Peruvian cuisine is quite unique compared to other cuisines. So it has some Asian inspired elements. They have a lot of Chinese, Japanese um, influence in their cooking, but everything's good. Good meat, good dessert. Love me some rice pudding, bro. Their rice oh, pudding is absolutely incredible. So um, really grateful that I was able to see the Peruvian culture. Like I mentioned, never been to South America, but um, I would definitely come back in the future. Nice. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you had a really great time. Um, what made you start to get into like home tech? Yeah. So great question. So I got into home technology about three years ago. Um, I didn't have a background in home technology by any means. I was always very technologically savvy when it comes to computers, iPhones. I was basically the tech support for my family. And for Christmas in 2019, I received an Amazon Alexa device. Mm -hmm. So you can do, I didn't know exactly what you could do with Alexa. I know you could ask it what time it is, set an alarm, you know, maybe once you get some other products, you can use that con to control that. So the first product I got was the Amazon Alexa, and then I got the Philips Hue starter kit. So I was able to say, hey, turn on the lights. And I thought that was super cool. Nice. So I figured out kind of on my own using online content creators um, what exactly you can do with this product. So I just started expanding my smart home. But there's so much products on the market, like... There's 20 different types of smart doorbells, and I didn't know what type of smart doorbell I should get. So I really just researched all of the different possibilities, found out what's the best one. And I believe in this mantra, like, heal yourself and teach others. So I spent the last three years building out my smart home, so I didn't necessarily uh, – at first, I didn't know what products to pick. So now I'm helping other people through content creation, through personal consultations to help them and recommend how to build their ultimate smart home. That's pretty cool. What would you end up getting? Dude, so I have thousands of dollars of smart home products. It's it's insane at this oh. point. So I got smart lighting. So I have Philips Hue smart lighting. All of my lights are based on a motion sensor. Oh. You can get smart switches. So before I talk about all of the products, 
you want to have three different types of control in your smart home. You want to have physical control. So my favorite example to use is a light switch. So you mm -hmm. want to have those physical controls. If you have friends or family come over, you don't want to make it a dumb smart home. Yeah. Um, you also want to control it based on your phone. So you can turn it on and off remotely via your phone and then through voice commands. So, Hey, turn on the lights. Oh, that's what the Alexa comes in. Yeah. Like, okay. Turn on this, turn on that. Yeah. <sighs> so cool. So I got smart lighting, smart switches. I got a smart thermostat so I can change it. If I'm ever out of town, I can change my temperature. Um, I have my, my TV smart accent lighting, uh, ring, ring doorbell, security cameras. You have everything. Yeah. As awesome. top was like your top three smart lighting is a huge one. Um, what else? I have this thing called the Acara button and huh. it's actually really powerful. It's about $25. It's just this one button and I can push it once and like 10 things happen in my smart home. So I got the lights turning on the accent lights turning on the TV turns on. The thermostat adjusts from one little small device. Yeah. What? And then I'd say my second favorite one is probably my um, SwitchBot lock, which is basically a smart door lock. And the the thing that really makes it powerful is the keypad touch. So I unlock my front door. I don't carry my keys around anymore. All I do is have to put in my thumbprint and it unlocks. Ah, oh, God, you live. That's a done it's it. so easy and and you can do like a tap to enter like you know hotel room keys they have that nfc um technology you can do the same thing with the switch bot lock amazing that's you're like the first person that, that i know that that really went to that I'm, I'm sketchy about it yeah because i don't know what to get i don't know if it's safe because apple came out with a smart lock and some random guy who picks locks just easy done yeah i'm like well it kind of defeats the whole purpose of a $300 Apple smart like what's the whole point of it someone left a comment on one of my videos it's like they just want you to switch to the smart home product so they can control you and I was like whoa bro Ooh. that's a little intense but like I see what you're saying but if that ever became the case where someone was controlling my home for me I would probably just move but that's why I use, I'm in the Apple HomeKit ecosystem and I really believe that Apple has your privacy and your best intentions so I'm, I really don't use my Amazon device too much anymore. I really focus on Apple and privacy and having control of your devices. Because you're within Apple. Yeah. They're eco. You just don't need to outsource anything. Correct. So they basically almost do anything you want them to do. No, and, and, and they continually build. And then going further, there's this new thing called Matter that just came out in October 2022. And all of the big smart home companies have been working on it for the past three years. So... <laughs> Amazon, Google, Apple, and Samsung all came together, which has never happened before, to have to create an ultimate smart home standard called Matter, and it's based on the Wi-Fi and Thread protocol. So basically, I, I know. Sorry, that was just a lie. I wasn't expecting all of them. Just came together and just like, "Yo, let's do something that we could all win at." So basically, if you use an Android phone, you can control all of your devices because now. Previously to Matter in the industry, there was this problem called interoperability. So you would buy these devices and they weren't able to talk to one another because yeah. they all spoke different languages. And it was really annoying. So you couldn't just go to Best Buy. You would actually have to think about what products you can buy to have them all work together. And now you can use, if you use an Android phone and I use an iPhone, even if we're in the same house, we can control all of our different smart home applications because of this Matter standard. Oh, so now I could have a, like, if I had an Android user in your iPhone, we could actually text with the same color. Uh, not quite, but close. We're, we're getting there. We're getting to that point. That's pretty cool. But other than that, it's that's it's just so amazing, just mind blowing. I'm just so still like just thinking about it. Like you could do 
anything you want. It doesn't matter what device. And that's really super helpful for anyone who, Apple, Android, Samsung, it's very convenient. And I, that's very, they put a lot of thought into that to make that really happen. Before, you'd, you would have to have like a $10,000 entry point. It mm-hmm. was strictly just for rich people. I mean, I know people who have million-dollar home theater setups. Like, truly, they, they've put in all of this money, and now it's becoming more and more possible um, on the consumer end to have these types of smart devices in your life. That's perfect. That's perfect. Sorry. What is coming next? What's coming next? I mean, Matter will continue to roll out its standards. So... Right now, they're only focusing on, I think, about 10 product categories. So they'll continue to roll out new efforts. So right now, they don't have smart doorbells for Matter. So that's going to be the continuation, but really just making more automations. So you have these products now, and you can control them, which is super cool. But having automations, like I mentioned with my Acara button, pushing one button and having things happen, I think that's the future. Can't wait. Yeah. I'm I'm ready for that one. Um, I remember in one of your posts that, you are sober. Yes. How long? So I have over 14 months of sobriety. So I don't know. What, what's, what's today's day? Do you know? Today's the fourth. Okay. So it's exactly 14 months today. How do you feel? I feel amazing, man. Honestly, it's the best decision I ever made. And I, the more people I talk to out in real life about being sober, the more support I get about it. People are very understanding. They, they truly understand maybe why I became sober and they respect my decision, which I didn't know if people would respect my decision. I thought people might try and peer pressure me and be like, oh, this guy's kind of a square yeah. for lack of a better word. But really I get more and more support every time I tell someone, hey, I've been sober. Or like, or you're with your close friend, like for sure they're going to like pressure you. Like, yeah. Hey, bro, just take a drink. I remember I used to do it fucking with this guy right here. Yeah. Oh, take a drink and it gives me right back. And then it just sucks. I hate it. I hate drinking. So I became sober on Father's Day. Nice. And I'm just... From time to time, I have a beer in there, but I just not in the field for it. I hate waking up hungover. I don't see the point of it anymore. I'm I'm down with it, the whole casual thing, just hang out, but I'm done with it. Uh, it was, did, you, did you have like a really bad experience that made you want to quit? Yeah, so I had I had been thinking about it for a long time. I would go on periods of time, 30 days, 90 days, where I wouldn't drink, I wouldn't smoke, um, but I always ended up kind of falling back into the pattern and really, it it didn't end on a bad note. I remember my last drink was at a Chili's in an airport. But the feeling I had was that I was sitting in the airport and I felt like I had to drink. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like that feeling because I didn't want, you know, I, I had a poor money mindset at the time. And spending $8 for a tall can of IPA, like, it's just $8 kind of thinking back to it. It's, it's, stu- it's stupid. But um, I felt like I needed to drink it. And... I didn't want to feel like that anymore. That was just, you just quit uh, cold turkey? Yeah, so I went to a couple meetings. I was lucky that I was still in school at the time. So um, I went to the University of Nevada, Reno, and they have this center called NRAP, the Nevada Recovery and Addiction Prevention Center. So I, di- I ended up going to a couple meetings, talking with some people that suffered with similar problems to me. And I was able to get support within the first 30 days and then really... I didn't necessarily need the meetings after that, but I just held strong and I really figured out how to overcome problems and face these challenges on a daily basis without having to use drugs and alcohol. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. 
And it's crazy. It's crazy, bro, because, you know, when when Tim's over here, when Rex is here, he knows me from my crazy Chris era. So I have like a a past life. Uh And it's really crazy now. Anyone that meets me, like I'm so disciplined and so structured uh, because of this gentleman, Wes Watson, who I was on his program. And he really helped me change my life for the better. But I, I know both ends of the spectrum now. So I have... I act with intentionality every single time. So being sober is clearly done by intentionality. And I don't just kind of drift through life. You know, hey, I'll drink today. Hey, I'll right. drink today. And then uh, I don't feel like doing it today, but you're just completely done. No no more going back. No. Have it for you. Proud of you. Thank Super you, brother. Proud. Proud Appreciate that. That's pretty cool, man. That's awesome. Um, do you have any advice that, you want to give someone that do want to become a tech creator? Yeah. So really I started working with captain Simbed, AKA Nikhil, and he's got over 500,000 on YouTube and he really has taught me some of the rules to the game. So before I was kind of just approaching YouTube mindlessly, I would get about 50 to hundred views a video, which is embarrassing. You know, people don't want to continue if they don't see success kind of right away or, or, success at all in the matter of what they're doing. Uh-huh. So Nikhil has taught me several different aspects of what it takes to be a YouTube content creator. And it doesn't just have to be about tech. I can touch on tech in a little bit, but um, you want to make sure that you're creating videos that people are searching for. It's not really about what you want to make mm-hmm. content wise. You, if You can find a relevant topic, but you just have to choose good titles that people are searching for. So Take the top 100 creators and what you want to talk about. So whether that's sobriety, tech, and figure out what videos of them are hitting. So if someone has a million plus viewed video, it's going to be a hit for you too. It may not hit a million, but it'll be... You'll get that 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 run, that, that the views at least you're looking for. Right. Um, so you're going to want to figure out a similar title. And then one thing that I did is I always had terrible thumbnails. Mm-hmm. I used Canva and it was just like real basic titles. Uh, sorry, real basic thumbnails. And now I make them captivating to the audience. I make them almost to the point where you have to click on this. You put more thought into it. Yes. Yes. Instead of you think you think of the video and then you think of what will be a really good thumbnail theme for this one. Right. And then right from right there, uh, do you use like uh, what's called any third party plugins for uh, what's it? ESO? SEO. SEO. Thank you. No, No, I don't. I just, I just search on YouTube, figure out what's hitting, and then um, model my videos based on that. And you really, one thing I started doing is scripting my videos. Mm-hmm. So I became, I have a more clear intention of what content and, and what I want to say to the audience. So I do that. I script out my videos. And the biggest thing I learned from him, which is honestly, it's so stupid that I didn't think about doing this before. I'll read the script out multiple times. So the more times you read the script, the more expertise you'll have and more, and you'll, you'll, you'll deliver the script in a better fashion. And it's just, it'd be a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I have like tons of tons of scripts, but I really want to get that, that monitor to a, just to read off of it. Cause like a teleprompter. teleprompter that's the but then right. people can tell that's the hard part. Yeah. Like I struggled a lot with acting too robotic. Like I don't want to be smart home, Chris, that just, says words like I want to be a person someone that the audience can feel like hey this guy actually knows what he's talking about right so it's it's a hard balance to it find is. like I I wish I could use a teleprompter yeah. but then I just go into robot Chris mode and I'm I mean, not trying to do I that think, I think it'd be it'll be a really good practice it, you would probably will be robot 
at first, but over time you just find your rhythm and just go with it because memorizing does take some time. And it does. It, and then you got to reread it, reread it. Re- and if you don't like it, like, damn, I got to go back. And I'm pretty sure it does save a lot of the time because you kind of get like a general idea. Mm-hmm. Just going, rolling up. Okay, cool. This is, it would be a lot easier versus that. And then if you do want to change it, just like, oh, let's type it. Yeah. That's, that's eventually what I want to do because like memorizing takes, takes some time. I've been YouTubing since 2016. I didn't take it serious until... 2018, 19, like real serious. I did, I had it, I post whatever, but now I'm like, I really want to achieve a thousand subscribers in 2024. No, so bro, you got it. Like, I'm confident if you take some of the tactics that we talked about today, you get it a couple months. Oh, yeah. You just got to be consistent. consistent. And, mm-hmm. and, and you think of it like the game. Like, if you don't play by the rules of the YouTube game, you're not going to succeed. But if you understand some of the rules, and, and I can I can touch on this more with you off camera, but you got it, bro. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm I'm 100% confident that you got it. Oh, 1,000. And one of the reasons I started this podcast, because I was reading, like, what YouTube really wants. And they, it says that they, if you post once a week, you'll be okay. I'm like, all right, bet. I could do this podcast. Mm-hmm. I can make... 52 videos and post it once a week for a year. That's the timeline I'm on. But the crazy thing is I'm making two videos a week and I'm only posting once a week. So I'm having this tons of backlog now that I'm able to post because I'm going on a cruise in early January. So I'll have this content that I'm just ready to host out to the world and they can enjoy. Enjoy while you're just chilling. Yeah. What you, uh, where, where are you going? So I've never been on a cruise, so I'm actually quite excited about it. I'm going on a seven-day cruise to Mexico. Wow. I've never been to Mexico either, so. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. I've never been on a cruise. That sounds. I don't like. I don't like water. I don't like boats and water. Yeah. That shit's scary. The craziest part yeah. is one of the cruises. So I'm going on a carnival cruise in uh-huh. the last like week, two weeks. Someone fell off a cruise, a carnival cruise, and they got stuck in the water for 24 hours and they survived. Ugh, I can't do it. Yeah, I'm scared of the water. I don't know what's in there. I know the sharks, whales, fucking. You don't know what's in there. No, you that's don't. like yeah, we're still exploring the water, but deep, deep down, you don't know what's in there. Mm-hmm. Plus, I ain't trying to get eaten. I know. Can't do it. It'd be Scared. good, bro. Uh, I'll watch it on YouTube. I'll put yeah. it on there. Or wait till do it, or just watch it on a VR. Yeah. Just put a fan in front of your face, and then now you're there. VR is going to be a big one. I'm, I'm, I know Meta has been in the news lately for wasting all this money, but Apple, I don't know if you heard this rumor, they are rumored to be releasing their VR headset in sometime in 2025. So I'm just all in on Apple stock at the moment. Oh, 1,000. Uh, but I think that the whole Meta thing is, too, is that they – Went heavy on it, but I think they know that it's going. They had to know that the market was going to crash. Right. Had to know. Yeah. They know they're going to slow them down a little bit, but they were the, the one of the first companies to really make a move on it. And when the time goes back up, they're already established. Now it's just a waiting game after that. Agreed. I think they are the market leader at this current point. It's, but when Apple comes in there, because those are like the main two competitors that they're actually going against with the whole Meta thing. And uh, are you into entities as well? I'm into crypto. I'm not too into NFTs. Okay. Crypto is a funny topic because I truly believe in it long term. Yeah. Like I'm all in on Bitcoin, but there's been a ton of crazy stuff happening. I mean, the FTX scandal within the last month, like I follow that every single day. I was just watching some of the news articles, but the craziest thing, bro, this girl that I went to my middle school, her name is Tiffany Fong and she's been interviewing Sam Bankman Freed, who's the FTX CEO. She went to my middle school and she's like one of the head journalists in the crypto space right now. So it's really just making me proud. So shout out to Tiffany Fong for that. Nice. That's pretty cool. 
That's cool. And then there's a lot of scams that go on in crypto. That's a downside. Yeah. There's a lot. Like, you just put your money. There's no, I think, I think I got scammed probably like four times. Yeah. I didn't put that much in there, but damn, like, I'm glad I didn't because mm-hmm. they look really promising. Yeah. If it's too good to be true. It's a scam. For it sure. sucks. But I got into Wonderland. And then it was doing well, and then it was just dumping. Like, yo, I need me to just cash out something. Yeah. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm going I'm to wait probably this time next year and maybe start reinvesting into crypto because I'm still, like, I'm still new to it. Yeah. But then that shit a little hurt, so I don't want to, like, I'm going to wait. I'm just, gonna go just one word, Bitcoin. Like, Bitcoin. that's all you really need. Yeah. Uh, why, do you, why, why, why Bitcoin, though? So Bitcoin, there's a already... There's 21 million Bitcoins that will only ever exist. Mm -hmm. So if you own one of those Bitcoin, you could potentially be one of the 21 million richest people in the world. Um, It all depends on the price you want to pay. And the thing about Bitcoin is that it's been around since the 2008 crash and no one's ever figured out a way to hack it. Mm -hmm. So it's it's very safe. It's reliable. But it it all determines on the value that people are willing to pay for one Bitcoin. So if people no longer have belief in the U.S. dollar, They'll have to turn to this thing. It's basically digital gold. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Damn. You're super knowledgeable about that. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't. I don't know shit about fucking crypto that much. Um. Wow. You're a very interesting person, bro. Appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. I just, I, I, I like to take the time and just like really like, wow. Because everyone's different. Mm-hmm. Like the guy before you, he was he does his own production company, and he does his own little short films. It's just everybody's background is different, and they're all creators at the end of the day. Right, and it's pretty amazing. No, bro, and and I'm super impressed by you. You have all of these creative elements that I couldn't even dream of having. So I'm really happy that the relationship was made due to our friend Rex right over here, oh. who's producing this. So that's right. I met, I met Rex in, in 2013 at my first job when I was lifeguarding at the Mandalay Bay. And, and we used to have a blast. Like that was probably one of the best first jobs you can get. But I'm super grateful that I still keep in touch with Rex to this day because of social media. Ten years later, we can still stay connected. And I met you through it. We hung out at one of Rex's events. Yep, he's a DJ now. Yeah. Pretty nice. I'm with two two creative guys in their studio, and I'm I'm just super grateful that – this podcast wasn't even supposed to happen, yeah. but that the people before me had canceled and I'm quick and I'm on social yeah, media and look, I, I was ready go. to get here in 30 minutes and here we are. Yeah, and then we got, we got, happen. We got another guy right here too, Heck yeah. man. It's going to be, it's going to be awesome. It's just, it's here. The, the, this podcast is for the people. It's like, Hey, do you want to talk? You want to do something? You just want to make some content? Let's go. It's here. Content it's, is the future. Content is. is king, king, king. Yeah. It's the, it's another social media payment, social currency. For sure. Attention. It's just, and it's here. So if you guys ever want to be on it, let me know. Just shoot me a DM, email me, schedule schedule you guys in, and just, just have fun. For and sure. Once again, thank you so much for showing up, man. I appreciate everything you've done. I can't wait to see your YouTube grow, grow to a million subscribers. And the way you're doing it, you got this. I appreciate it, bro. And I appreciate all of your help. I mean, we didn't tell them, but you've, you've been editing some of the videos. So thank you for being a part of my journey as well. I appreciate it, man. I love it. I can't wait to make more editing videos with you guys. And everyone on the team, it's just, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm overwhelmed of excitement because I don't know what to do because I'm just happy. No, and, and I see it on your face. Like you have 
an immense amount of gratitude. So thank you for that, sir. Appreciate it, man. So if you guys are new to the channel, don't forget to like it, subscribe, and share with a friend. If you want to check out his channel as well, it's going to be all in the description down below. Sweet. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Hell yeah. No, it's like the Mexican Riviera. It's like Puerto Vallarta. It's uh, Cabo. Yeah. Carnival? Yeah.